Welcome to the Hot Content Marketing Podcast, here to provide you with tips, tricks, inspiration, and advice on how to market your business online. If you're an entrepreneur or small business owner, this is the place for you, as I chat to each of our expert guests about what's working right now. Hi, Lee. Welcome to the podcast. Hello, Natalie. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's great to have you. How are things with you? Uh, they're actually going pretty well. I've had my morning coffee and then I succumbed to a egg sandwich. And <gasps> that's bad because I stuffed myself last night with Chinese food as well. So I told myself last night I wasn't going to have breakfast. And then our office is mm. above a, a cafe which serves full English breakfast. And I totally, oh. totally folded. So I feel amazing. Key question. And slightly guilty. <laughs> Key question. Was it white or brown bread? It was brown bread. That kind of made it. That, well, that that's balanced, okay then. You know, that's that okay. balanced everything. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. It's all, all healthy. <laughs> Could have been a lot worse. Exactly. <laughs> so, Lee, just tell us a little bit about you and what you do. Sure. Okay. Well, um, my name is Lee, a family man, and I've got two companies. One business helps design and web design agency owners. So we support them either with code or we give them strategy and consultancy that helps them run their business more effectively. And uh, we also work with event organizers as well in my other business, which is called Event Engine. And we've got a website platform for those guys that allows them to do things like event registration, manage their exhibitors, their agendas, seminars, all of that good stuff. So mm -hmm. they're the two companies that I run. I've also got kind of my personal brand that we've been building up slowly over the last year, um, which... Uh, we, we had the podcast, which I, I've, I've hidden behind brands a lot for years. So I've got like the WP Innovator podcast and this, that, and the other, this brand over there and this brand over there and never really put myself out there. So over the last year or so, I've been putting myself kind of front of center above all the brands. So um, that's I'm, I'm kind of in this bit of a brand nightmare at the moment where I've got lots of brands and my name out there and I'm slowly trying to move everything under the, the umbrella of Lee Jackson. So you ask me in a year, I'll be able to give you a much more succinct answer. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> There's nothing like keeping yourself busy, is there? Absolutely not. Uh, well, I, I think I started everything upside down. It's a, a bit like Chris Ducker, you know, he, he started all these businesses and worked really, really hard to get them to where they are. And then he kind of discovered that actually, if he went personal brand first, then, you know, actually getting the other businesses established is an awful lot easier. So I'm, I'm kind of doing it all backwards. I'm now going back to basics with regards to the personal brand and trying to create that as well. Yeah, that's really interesting. Well, there's so much I want to ask you. It's hard to know in what order to do it. But just picking up on the personal brand aspect, obviously personal branding is, is huge now. But um, how did you kind of start on that journey and, and what are you doing to, to kind of establish that brand? Sure. Okay, well, the... I interviewed Chris Ducker on my podcast a few months ago and okay. he was talking about uh, the whole idea of people to people marketing because you've heard of B2B and B2C and yeah. literally when you hear that personally I feel like falling asleep um, yeah makes it, me... it sounds so freaking boring yeah um, and he, exactly and he was talking about people to people the, the fact is that we um, we actually make a lot of our pur purchasing decisions because of the person that is selling us whatever the product is we believe in them we like them we connect with them etc um so actually having that personal brand is is far more effective because you can create relationships i mean that's not just his whole message he was then talking about a whole wide range of other things like helping many people you know through things like memberships 
Mm-hmm. My problem at the moment is I can only help so many agencies. Um, and yet, uh, if I can create some sort of online membership or a group, which we've now done, um, we can help many people as well. So there was all sorts of different ideas that he was sharing in the podcast. And it just kind of that was kind of my aha moment. I'd been thinking to myself, I want to do this for like two years. And then it just took someone to very quickly nail it in lots of one-liners for me <laughs> during a podcast that um, just gave me that shift that I knew I needed to make some changes to go around personal branding. I guess it's actually quite easy. Go and get some photographs taken um, yeah. <laughs> and then start using your name and things and actually putting your photographs up and being someone who's fat in my brain. It's really hard to go and get pictures of myself because I literally, uh, <laughs> I literally, I just <laughs> yeah, well, every, I think everyone's fat in their brain, aren't they? You know, like, and you look at every picture, and, and people go, "Oh, you look lovely," and I'm like, "No, I can see my double chin. Oh no, I don't like that angle. My ch- cheeks look slightly bloated, you know." So, <laughs> or I look really old there because I'm now 35. It's <laughs> really old. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, so it, it's about it's 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 been about putting myself out there. Being uh, so, I've been on video now because I've hidden behind a microphone for years uh, in the podcast. So I'm now on YouTube. I'm putting myself out there on YouTube. Um, I've got a personal brand page that I'm building up. Um, all of my content now is written as me rather than we. It's now me, Lee Jackson, with images of Lee Jackson. But also we're starting to put images as well of my team as well. So people can really connect with the people behind my businesses um, rather than um, the brands. I've always thought that the brand had the power, whereas actually people really like me for some reason i actually don't know why but they enjoy talking to me they enjoy following my content so that's good um and we're also kind of pivoting my other business that's always been about the brand of event engine we're now pivoting that my business partner in that business is called tim so we're now tim and lee the event marketing guys and we're currently doing a massive rebrand where me and tim are front of center in that industry so we become known as these two cheesy guys who talk about event marketing um, but in a very different way, because the events industry is very behind. If you're in the events industry, you may be in denial, but I'm afraid the events industry is is way behind mm-hmm. with regards to uh, online marketing and that. They like their event tech, like visual, uh, sorry, virtual reality, um, but they don't quite understand the whole remit of uh, event marketing um, in a kind of modern internet sense, which mainly is content marketing, isn't it? Yeah, oh, that's fascinating. I mean, I like the way you've got um, sort of you've got different target audiences, haven't you? Really, different types of audiences, but they're they're all quite um, specialist. Mm. How has that kind of happened organically, or did you set out with, the, with that intention? Uh, uh, it's another long story. You said we've only got fifteen minutes. Well, I'll go for it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, um, my very first accidental niche was where I live in a village called Findon and I built a website for an antiques company and then because there was like six other antique companies or 10 there's a lot basically of antiques companies um, I ended up building all all the websites for the antiques companies and if I'd have realized I was onto something I'd have probably become the website guy for antiques but I didn't Um, (laughs) but it was very successful so looking back at my life that was the first kind of experience to to niching um, when we launched our, our main design agency around 10 years ago, we had kind of several niches. We always thought we needed to be um, a was a quote-unquote full-service agency. So that meant we did everything, even though we weren't experts in everything. And we did it for everyone, which made it really freaking hard to market yourself. I did not, we didn't know, you know, do we advertise in the local newspaper? Do, where do we go? Because when you need to market to everyone, 
uh, there's just it's really hard to create a, a kind of a, a focused marketing plan so yeah. we ended up niching right down into the events industry um with that agency so we were doing branding for event organizers and that literally wrote the marketing plan for us because we knew exactly where we needed to go which was where event organizers are it's, it's as simple as that so that was that was when we started making our first step into to niching and because i'd built up the digital department for that design agency it made absolute sense for me to spin off a new company that focused in helping design agencies around the world um add digital to their remit because you can't be doing print forever you know you need to be probably looking at online uh, but also helping them understand as well how they can shift from being quote unquote full service agencies for all men and women um to being you know niche boutique uh, quality agencies where the owners or the team create the lifestyle that helps them rather than uh, stresses them out because a few years ago agency life was not good for me <laughs> mm. yeah we had a little bit of a chat about this before and i was quite um, interested about how that worked how you don't know you don't just work with the agencies um on the you know the, the standard things that you work with them on but you yep. also take into account this this yeah this balance this um you know this notion of not not being full service because you feel you should be actually you know working around what what you need in your life and what works for you as well and not killing yourself basically well i think it stems from really doing what you're really good at so if you think if you think about your business i mean i, I say this a lot to people but first of all you know simon sinek you that you know you, your why having a why yeah yeah important. and that why is kind of your mission so for me it's to take the stress out of agency life um years ago 3 a.m in the morning i was crying because i was waiting for a sign off on something um that had taken me weeks to build and i was only billing 500 pounds and i had 15 members of staff to pay it was like the worst mm. moment of my life um and that kind of story has become my why of I want to help other people avoid that so my why and my mission has become that what I'm really good at is teaching and I'm also good at building um, websites through WordPress so uh, that I therefore chose um, to just do WordPress really well mm -hmm. and to create the consultancy arm as well to only work with agency owners to help them get back control of their agencies because there's a lot of agencies out there who just feel like they're firefighting all the time and there's a whole lot of feast and famine going on um, so you know, that allows me to absolutely super focus on what I need to do. All I'm doing is what I do really well, two things, consultancy and builds on WordPress only. And, and I'm not trying to do anything else because if I try and do anything else, it's going to take me a hell of a lot longer than it would if you pay someone who's an expert in that thing. Mm. So I can do two things really well, become the best at it for the very niche audience that I am targeting which makes my life a hell of a lot easier. I'm only doing two things all the time for a group of people that if you ask me to describe, I could describe them in a heartbeat. Um, and it, it just makes life a lot easier. It means I can also charge a premium for the work that I do, which is great. So it means we don't have to try and load work upon work upon work in mm -hmm. niches that we don't even know anything about. Mm -hmm. um, we're actually working with the same sorts of people all the time and we're building a really good business model around it, which is freaking awesome. And I wish I'd done this like 10 years ago it's a really good place to be but it's um it's not always a a, a quick journey to get to that point though is it i think totally. we, all, we always think that we you know we need to start off well and ideally you would start off with an, an idea of exactly who your target audience was and what your niche was going to be but often it, it's a long winding journey to get there isn't it really 
Absolutely. A, a very long winding journey. And um, I, I think as well, you learn from mistakes and failures and they're an essential part of it, aren't they? Um, we've, we've made so many mistakes and I've made so many mistakes, very costly ones as well. You know, we racked up an awful lot of debt at one point. Um, but to actually experience that, I actually learned how not to do something. So if anyone listening is like either in the midst of what they perceive to be a failure or have had some failures in the past and that gets them down. So it feels like you can't achieve anything in life because of those failures. That's actually incorrect. Those failures have taught you how not to do something and allow you to essentially it releases you to do whatever it is you want to do, but do it in a different way. Um, so I wish I didn't have to learn through mistakes, but it's actually been the most powerful way I've learned. Yeah. <laughs> Someone could tell me what I'm going to do um, and I'll still do the total opposite. It'll go terribly wrong. And then I'll be like, ah, yeah, they were right. And then I will always do what they said. <laughs> Maybe it's human nature. I always seem to, you know, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, I think I think mostly it is. I mean, one thing that I do, um, I picked up on, um, it's immediately obvious really about you, Lee, is that you are such a positive person. Um, how how do you how do you do that? And I guess that must really help with the whole personal brand because people mm. are, I guess, naturally drawn to working with people who are positive, you know, because obviously it gives them faith that you know that there's hope and that there's exciting things on the horizon how do you sort of maintain that, that positive attitude i think the very simple answer is is that because i'm doing what i love mm. and you need to love what you do and that just that absolutely shines so if you have become i don't know the coach for finance people but you absolutely hate the finance industry it's going to it's going to reflect whether you like it or not. So if you're doing something you don't love, it's going to reflect uh, and people, are, people are, can pick up on all these sort of clues, even if you're faking it, you know, with the smiley face and all of that sort of mm -hmm. stuff. So I think for me, I'm doing something that I love, but also I've kind of got a history of, I was bullied like crazy at school. Mm -hmm. um, and I also have quite a history of struggling with mental health as well. So mm -hmm. um, uh, was on tablets for depression, et cetera. I've mm -hmm. uh, managed to come off the tablets, which is great through things like exercise, et cetera, which really helps find the balance. And yeah. um, I, I kind of, I, I don't know, it's kind of got me to a point in my life where I don't want to always be fighting other people, mm -hmm. um, i.e. the bullying and that. I don't want to feel negative about myself anymore or t talk down about myself anymore. So, I've, you know, I've stopped lying to myself, all these negative things. Um, and also I've cut off all of the drainers in my life. And that sounds mean, doesn't it? But whoever drains you, whoever's mean, either mean to you or just saps your energy, et cetera, then you know, you're not doing yourself any favors hanging around with those sorts of people. So uh, you kind of have to politely cut them off. So uh, over the last few years, I've just been slowly getting rid of specific people from my life. Uh, and when I say my life, it's actually been my business life mm. uh, because a lot of clients we had were drainers. So we fired an awful lot of clients um, and it just changed the whole dynamic. So we're, again, we're only doing what we love um, and I'm kind of on a personal mission as well with all the crap because we've had a lot of crap going on over the last four years. Pretty much my dad died four years ago. Uh, and then we've just had bad news upon bad news upon bad news for four years. Mm. Um, so it's, it's kind of been, do you let that, all of that bad news take over your life and send you on a spiral of depression and give in? Or do you put the big middle finger up to it all and say, you know what, um, I'll worry about the bad things when they happen, but I'm not going to worry about them before they happen. Um, I'm going to carry on with life and live whatever life we've got whilst we've got it to the mm -hmm. absolute fullest and freaking well enjoy it oh, um, with a, with a smile Amazing. Um, because life's short, isn't it? That's depressing. I don't no. mean to be depressed, but it is short, right? 
Well, it, it is, and that's why I think all of us who kind of are involved in running our own businesses and, and entrepreneurs, I think we all have that sense that, yeah, life is short, so we want to kind of pack in as much as we can and do the best that we possibly can in, in that short time that we are we are given. Um, that's true, but that's also a danger, isn't it, as well, because be we're, we're all workaholics. Yeah. I'm yeah. totally a workaholic. Um, and uh, if I get another idea, I'm, I'm one of those people who wants to implement. And my, my vision of implementation would be working for 48 hours without sleep. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm that freaking excited by this new idea. I just want to go ahead and do it. Yeah. Uh, and I'm pretty sure there's a few people listening and nodding going, yeah, I've done that before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's been such a great chat. And I was about to say, before you said that last bit, I was going to say, I also think you should be a lifestyle coach. A lifestyle coach? Right. <laughs> yeah, after that, no. no. <laughs> well, I, I say that, I don't do that anymore. I have done that. Um, but uh, yeah, for, for us, we, we are very much preaching, uh, you know, uh, that fine, the work-life balance is so freaking yeah. important. So for us, you know, I'm, a, I'm an early bird, so I'm up at five um, and I'll do meditation and all that sort of stuff. Uh, yeah. And then we'll do some work, et cetera. But we finish, we actually close the office at four every day here. Um, yeah. We don't work weekends. We don't check our email in the evenings. We don't work evenings um, or anything like that. So we've really just kind of nailed down those times. And then there is a lot of family time and everyone gets more holidays than average as well. So we're very much about family time um, and, only working on projects that allow us to to maintain that lifestyle um, for for everybody. It's not just about the boss who owns the company. It's it's allowing everybody in the business to have a healthy lifestyle, so everybody's happy in the workplace and everyone's hopefully happy at home as well. Yeah, it just makes perfect sense, doesn't it? Indeed, doody. It does. <laughs> well, I can't imagine anybody having listened to this, Lee, and not wanting to connect with you in some way. So can you um, just let everybody know how they can do that, where they can Absolutely. Find you? Okay, so there are several ways to connect with me. The, the probably quickest way to connect would just be head on over to agencytrailblazer.com. That's agencytrailblazer.com. And by the time this goes live, there will be a page on there, which has all sorts of wonderful ways to connect with me. Um, so uh, that way, uh, feel free to add me as a friend on Facebook as well. Just tap in Lee Jackson, you'll find me. And um, yeah, there you go. Amazing. Or email me, leahanglecrown.com. I like emails. Don't get enough of them. I like emails too. <laughs> that was a lie, by the way. But I mean, I, would, I, would, <laughs> I totally would like emails as well from, from random people saying hello. I like making new friends. It's really special. Yeah. Can we be best friends? Uh, we already are, aren't we? Oh, good. That's I think fine. we. I think we. I think we've had a few GIF moments on okay, Facebook. Yeah, because yeah, okay. GIFs are the spice of life. It used to be cat pictures, and then it was memes, and now it's GIFs. Yeah. Um, yeah. There you go. I feel reassured now. thank you so much lee that's been amazing thanks natalie for more content marketing advice head to hotcontent.co.uk why not join the hot content marketing group on facebook too come and meet other like-minded entrepreneurs and share knowledge ask questions and gain support in promoting your business online see you in there